Well, hello there. It has been a little bit since I've checked in, but I hope everybody's doing well. I know last time we talked about um, friendships and the importance of them to help you stay grounded. And as my own personal journey going through that, you then start to like really look at each relationship you have in your life. And it's led me to this stage of the eco-death and rebirth of myself into motherhood and I think what I recognized and just needed some time to process before I really like shared it and got it out there and that's okay for anybody to do um take some time with it um but navigating certain relationships for me in this process are much harder and I, I couldn't figure out why and then as I connected with different friends and clients and kind of worked through it with Parker, um, the hardest relationship for me through this process has been the ones with my family, which is hard to kind of wrap your head around because it's your family and they don't intentionally mean to hurt you most of the time, or at least in my case. Um, but this new shift and maybe even abandonment for some of us with relationships going forward is much harder to do with family because one, they're family, they're always going to be there. But two, it's made me confused because I, I was like, you know, you've gotten so good at setting these boundaries and kind of like acknowledging relationships for what they are versus leading it with like an expectation, but you, you are obviously really bad at it Sarah with um with your own family and why is that and so taking the time to kind of reflect on the relationships that are hard for me to navigate as I go into this new rebirth of myself in motherhood um my parents my clients and even social media made a little bit of a list for me on things to kind of break down, understand better, and learn how to rebuild as this new version. So um, I think if you're going through this, grab yourself a little journal and kind of go through a few of these things I'm going to take you through that I, I did for myself. And we'll kind of work through this part together if you'd like, or you can just listen in and do this later. But when you're going through an ego death, whether you are becoming a mother or going through a relationship change or a career change or whatever it is that you're looking to kind of be reborn into later, um, as you change, you start to have a mere reflection come through. And so a lot of times that is hard for other people to be around. Your family can be one of them um, because that mere reflection is showing them things in themselves that they helped create in you and they don't want to see back either because they're not in a place to acknowledge that or change that or better that and that is not your burden or cross to take on for them. Um, Just be that mirror. You don't have to point it out that, oh, I have this in me. It's because of you you should fix it because I'm fixing it. That's not what this is about. Um, We're just merely there to be the mirror for them. 
And so when a family member, whether it's your parents, your siblings, your spouse, are seeing these behaviors or traits that you are letting die so that you can become who you're going to grow into and be reborn into, it's jarring to their ego. And their ego may not be going through an ego death at all. And they may be feeling guilty because they put that in you, or maybe they don't understand why you would want to to lose that part of you, and that's okay. Just keep doing what you're doing because the work, once it starts, more stuff just starts to kind of happen for you. You don't even have to choose to do the work. It just starts to happen. Um, when you are sitting down with yourself and your piece of paper, whether it's right now, um, I sat down and I wrote out the three relationships in my life that are very regular that are not going to go away but definitely have an influence on me or an impact and why and so if you can if you only have one thing two things seven things write them down so for me it was my parents my clients and social media and these three things are not leaving (laughs) as I get reborn into motherhood, but there is a death to how they've functioned in my life and how they have shaped me. And you have to understand the why of why you need to withdraw from these. And so for me, with my parents, it's not that I'm leaving my parents. It's just, you know, parts of who I was raised to be, which was much more of a people pleaser or a codependent person, no longer can exist as I become a mom because I have to take care of my kid first and foremost, myself and my husband. So those three things are priorities versus just doing whatever makes my family's functioning easier, my family being my parents. Um, With my clients, like that's part of my job is being with people and I love my job, but that's no longer going to be my purpose, which is what it was for so long as a hairdresser and showing up for people and putting them first and working long hours and saying, sure, I can come in at that time. That's not going to be as easily done. And so recognizing those two things was hard because even during this stage of pregnancy, I was staying behind the chair longer because my parents made me feel like, well, I worked, your mom worked up until this point of her pregnancy, like you should too. And well, don't you want to do this? Kind of putting their opinions on it. And then me being behind the chair was really to serve other people. But I finally was able to put myself first and say, look, like my body can't take it anymore. My doctor is telling me to take it easy. My husband is begging me to take it easy. And I'm not serving myself if I don't give myself a little bit of time before this little human gets here to just take care of my body and my mind and my spirit. And so in the last week, I kind of arrived there and 
am now like on maternity leave, probably the last week to 10 days before he gets here. And I'm just really relishing and enjoying it because I normally would not have done that. And so it's like, I can already see the rebirth happening as I've gone through and processed these relationships and what they've done to me and how they have shaped me and how they are not going to continue to shape me. But I I have to take the first step, which I mean, I haven't been through AA, but you have to admit that you have a problem, <laughs> you know? And so if you write down the relationships you are withdrawing from and why you're doing it, you then have to take one step to do a, an actual withdrawal from that. The last thing for me that made the list was social media, because obviously it's not going away. We live in a world of media and technology and it's great, but it's also to our demise at sometimes. And I know for me, I get very influenced um, by it. And so I've had to really strategically use it. I haven't been as active on it because I know that I want to be there as me and not kind of being influenced by other things. And so instead of completely turning it off or taking a break, I just have kind of participated differently. Um, A lot of materialism comes from social media, it seems like for me, like go buy this or go do that. And I just need to have a better boundary around it. And so those were the three little things, I guess, that I wrote down of what relationships are never going away as I get reborn, as I lose this side of myself in an ego death. So taking the steps to acknowledge each of those areas or the areas that you're focusing on can kind of take a few days. Um, You may have to have some conversations with people around it. I did, for sure. Um, I had to have some serious conversations with myself and journal and meditate and just kind of process it and acknowledge it. Um, I did not like directly point any of this out to my parents or my clients or address it on social media because that would be serving them. And we're not here to serve them anymore. We're here to serve ourselves as we're reborn. Um, Once you kind of have given yourself that time to kind of recognize and reflect on that, I, I think it's really important to use your body as like your, your healing vessel, because if you heal your body, you'll heal your mind, you'll heal your heart, you'll heal your, heal your emotions. And one thing I was introduced to a long time ago was the whole chakra system. And if you don't know much about it, it's definitely worth, you know, you can hop on Pinterest and kind of type in chakras and just read about what they are and how they work. And not everybody believes in this stuff, but I definitely do. And the Cliff Notes version is there's seven chakras. They start at your root, which is in your spine. They go into the next one is your lower abdomen, which is your sacral. You then have your solar plexus, which is in your stomach. You have your heart chakra, obviously in your heart, your throat, which is obviously in your throat chakra. And then you have your third eye, which lives between your eyebrows. 
and then you have your crown, which is at the top of your head. And if you're in a meditation and you're kind of sinking into processing and kind of reflecting on these relationships that are harder to withdraw from as you go through this process, think about each of those things you listed. So for me, it was my parents, my clients, and social media. And as I took time in each meditation to think, like, where does this feel heavy? That part of the chakra is what I know needed to be healed. So with my parents, like, I needed to focus on my throat. With clients, I needed to focus on my root chakra. And then with social media, I really just felt it in my third eye. Like, it was crazy. And so it was interesting because when you start to learn about these things, there's little visuals or like scented or food or different things you can do to kind of activate and help heal um, these parts. So once you figure out which chakras are kind of connected to those relationships for you as you are going through this rebirth process, use tools to help you heal it. You can use it through color and scent are the two easiest in my opinion. Um, And so like for your throat chakra, they typically connect the color blue to it. And so maybe pick up like a a blue crystal or blue rock or maybe go get like a cute blue notebook and have that be like your notebook where if you're having a rough day with that family member like go write in the blue notebook you know like create visuals so you know because your mind and your heart and your body will totally be reminded by that simple color reminder connection that you're healing your throat so go speak those words out Um, the other thing that's connected to the throat chakra for scent which can be really helpful um, you can look those up too like what scents connect to which part of the chakra system you're working with. Mine are like tea tree, rosemary, sage, chamomile, lime, mint. And you can either diffuse those oils, you can eat those foods, you can do things with those sensory objects to kind of help reinvigorate or awaken or activate and heal as you kind of process all of this. Um, the root chakra is connected to the color red, which red is not my favorite color. I like red, but it's not like one of my colors, but I've always been told like you need to work with your root chakra whenever I've done any type of energy work with anybody. Um, and so it's interesting because the scents and food that go with it, I do love. It's like ginger and cinnamon and patchouli is one of my favorite smells. So it's funny because it's like my root chakra is really what keeps me grounded and happy and like in flow. And so having that connect with my clients, I'm like, okay, like you need to do this. So embracing red and those scents. And your third eye really is tied to the color indigo, which is like a lighter blue, almost like a violet, but not. And helping your third eye heal You really have to give it light. So you need to be outside. You need to be in the sun. You need to allow like really light, airy, sunshiny, 
feelings in um, to activate it. And the scents for that are like frankincense, sage, um, bergamot, lemon. So just kind of using those examples of myself for you guys to kind of get an idea of ways to use your body to heal from this acknowledgement of relationships that are harder to navigate because they are. I love my mom and my dad. I love my clients. I do enjoy social media, but I know when I become a parent, these relationships are probably going to be the most difficult for me to navigate because they're so predominantly a part of what my life has been like pre-mom Sarah. And so give yourself the tools and the time to reflect. And if it feels better to you to tell them like, hey, I'm going through this. This is what I'm learning. This is what I'm doing about it. And I just want to let you know, go for it. For me, um, I'm just not that direct with my family because the acknowledgement doesn't always feel as genuine when they hear who I am or what I'm going through. It's just kind of like a, okay, cool, you know? Um, So for me, it's just, I don't don't really want to connect with anything that's not super genuine right, right now, which makes a lot of sense as to why I haven't been as involved on social media because I just am yearning for genuine connection with myself and people who really encourage and embrace and help me evolve as I go into motherhood. And I hope all of this makes sense. I hope that it helps feel a little bit scattered, but my thoughts have been that way a lot lately. Um, Part of it's definitely the pregnancy, but I think the other part of it is just all the energy stuff that's going on that we have coming up. Um, If you don't know about some of the energetic stuff coming up on the 20th and 21st, I definitely suggest looking into it. Don't go down too deep of a rabbit hole, but it's just been a long year and it's kind of all culminating in a positive way. And I just encourage everybody to be really kind to themselves. Do things that make your body and your mind feel good. Withdraw from relationships or material things this over the next week and just take care of yourself. So hope this serves you. And if you have any questions or need somebody to talk to or whatever. I'm here for you. Um, You can reach out on social media. I am on Instagram at free air lifestyle or my personal one is at the real Sarah Marie. Thanks for listening and I love you guys.